Sean Hannity Show. Toll free. Our number is 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of the program. Day 33, Americans held hostage, abandoned by Joe Biden behind uh, enemy lines. We have the very latest out of Afghanistan. The Taliban conducting public executions in broad daylight, reported by the BBC. The Taliban is now even beheading children. New York Post has a report today. 82nd Airborne vet working to rescue Americans says the Taliban cut off the heads of two boys that were ages around 9 and 10. This is all the things we've told you would start happening, are happening, and it's getting worse. And we still don't have a full accounting of how many Americans are caught behind enemy lines. But Winkin' Blinkin', uh, asleep at the wheel, does acknowledge there are thousands of uh, uh, American green card holders that they abandoned behind enemy lines. Never mind our Afghan allies. We've seen now beheadings of them and women being beaten. And women go from wearing Western clothes to, to full-on covered burkas, faces covered in a month. This is, you know, Joe Biden's great withdrawal. One of the biggest foreign policy debacles ever, but not according to Nancy Pelosi. No, Biden's perfect. He knows his foreign policy. Listen. How many you say about our president, President Biden? President Biden is, it's so, we're so fortunate that he did not win for president before when he ran because we needed him now. He's perfect for now. He knows his foreign policy. He was chair of the foreign policy committee. He's been, extends the hands of friendship to friend and foe like in order to have communication. He understands the value of that. He, is, he knows and is known by most leaders and, and uh, coming up leaders in the world. I don't know what, what, what world she's living in because the world is aghast at what Biden did in Afghanistan. They are shocked. They are horrified, mortified. Our allies are, are feel rudderless here with a, with a weakened, a, a weak, frail, cognitive mess of a president. And then you add to that everything now with General Milley that we're trying to sort through. Joining us is U.S. Senator Roger Marshall. He's also a medical doctor. We'll ask him about these vaccine mandates in a minute. Uh, he's from Kansas uh, talking about the horrific withdrawal and General Milley. Uh, sir, welcome to the program. Well, I'm, I wish and I even said on this program, I pray that I'm wrong. But I predicted that people, you know, that we'd see beheadings. I predicted the beatings. I predicting that life for women in Afghanistan would never be normal again. It would go right back to the way it used to be 20 years ago. Uh, I predicted that Americans will die. Afghan allies, they're, they're tracking them down daily and killing them. I didn't anticipate nine and 10 year old boys being killed, but add that to the list. Your thoughts. Well, Sean, great to join you. Uh, certainly your concerns about humanity in Afghanistan are, are, are all, I'm afraid, going to come true, and I, I think we knew this. Uh, if this, this debacle of a retreat from Afghanistan isn't the greatest uh, military blunder since, I don't know, Pearl Harbor, maybe you'd have to go back to the little bighorn. But we're seeing it right before our eyes, and now we have... Now they're trying to evacuate refugees with, with measles. I'm worried about polio and tuberculosis as well coming over to this country, let alone the national security issues. So these are our worst nightmares coming true. You know, I'm, I'm looking at this, and I don't see an answer. What, what frustrates me the most, Senator, is that we saw this coming. You know, I mean, to listen to this idiot 
Blinken say, well, we had no idea this would happen in 11 days. That's become like their mantra, their talking point. When in reality, we we saw the Taliban on the move in March and April and May and June and July. And and even when they had 60 percent of of the of the geographic territories that they had conquered because they would, you know, the Afghan military Joe Biden was bragging about was was faltering everywhere. Um, still, Joe Biden did nothing to a push them back with drone strikes, which would have been effective. And B, you know, he let them continue their march, stuck with his artificial withdrawal date, had didn't consider conditions on the ground. And when we had full control of Kabul, did not safely evacuate Americans, Amer- Americans, uh, green card holders, their families, Afghan allies that we made a pledge and a promise to take out if, in fact, this day ever came. Um, and then leave $80 billion worth of military equipment. So now they're the best armed terrorist country in the, in the world. Yeah, Sean, it sounds like you've been to my town halls. We did seven town halls last week. We're going to do a couple more here soon. And that's exactly what people want to, are asking me, and they are so angry and frustrated. They asked the question, what was President Biden thinking when, and, and you fill in the rest of the blanks. And they really do expect me to have an answer, but it is totally inexplicable. Uh, I've never seen anything like this. There seems to be a consistent problem between our, our national security and what and how the White House is interpreting these things. What is what is the the CIA telling him that the White House doesn't understand? Uh, and this is this is not just going on just in Afghanistan. You know, I think we had some of the fail, same failures with COVID, uh, and we're continuing to see the same story play out. You know, General Milley's situation right now. There's just a lot of inconsistencies we're hearing. Uh, through that administration right now. You know, it, it's just uh, incredible to me. What are your thoughts on General Milley? If, in fact, he tipped off and the his counterpart in China and, and or said he would tip them off if, if, in fact, we attacked, if he colluded in some way with Nancy Pelosi to break the chain of command, constitutional chain of command, and usurp the constitutional authority of the commander-in-chief and the president of the United States? What words, adjectives would you use to describe that behavior? Yeah, Sean, you know, I, I obviously, if General Milley, if, if those things are true, he has to resign. At a minimum, he needs to be placed on leave. If there's a hint of truth, there needs to be an article 32 court martial hearing. But, you know, your show last night, having Secretary Pompeo on it, uh, as well as uh, John Ratcliffe, you know, kind of shot some holes in some of that story. So we obviously there's more details to be had there. I don't trust the authors of this book. Um, uh, Mr. Costa is somebody that I, I I've not have never trusted. I don't know Mr. Woodward, but I think that obviously there's there needs to be more of a an official military hearing to see if the chain of command was broken. Did they usurp power from civilians? All, all those things. Uh, we have more questions than answers. But before you form a a mob, before we get a a rope and hang General Milley, uh, he deserves to be heard. He deserves a fair trial and a fair hearing. You know, uh, I do agree with that part, and I believe in the presumption of innocence, but these are serious charges. I believe he should be put on an administrative leave pending the results of this investigation because of the severity of the charges. Is that a reasonable thing to do? You know, absolutely. You know, I go back to my experiences as a medical physician. What would we do with a fellow doctor? 
in in a similar situation, we would put them on leave. Uh, a nurse, most any business, you know, someone in your in your uh, area with journalism, if there was an issue uh, that that of integrity, you all would put them on some type of administrative leave as well until we get the facts. And really, I, I would ask General Milley to come forward. I don't know if that he needs to wait until September 28th for a formal hearing, uh, but the, America sure wants to know the truth. Let me ask you, as a medical doctor, Democrats have now steadfastly, as they put mandates, vaccination mandates on the American people, we're on track now to have a, a 25 or 30 year record shattered in terms of illegal immigrants coming into the country, a high rate of COVID positivity, uh, Joe Biden's overcrowded cages in the middle of the pandemic, no vaccine mandate, very, very little testing even going on, and then dispersing people all over the country. That sounds like the super spreader of all super spreader events, uh, Senator. <laughs> yes, sir. You know, my, my dad didn't care anything for liars, and the only thing he cared less for was hypocrites. Our president has lied to us, and his administration is very hypocritical. Sean, is there anything more sacred to you than your medical privacy, that that sacred relationship between a physician and their patient? Uh, if, if we're asking people to inject themselves with a vaccine that it's been, you know, a formal approval, but it's not been around that long, and I still have, you know, we all have some concerns about it yet, especially for for our youngsters. Um, I, I just don't see how a mandate is, is appropriate. I think it's unconstitutional, but it shouldn't surprise us. This is the new Marxist Democrat Party. And you, you covered all these things in the past, but think about the assault on our Constitution by this president in the White House, the assault on our freedom of speech, freedom of religion. They want to federalize the election process. Uh, the president, he ignored an eviction moratorium. They disregarded the Remain in Mexico policy and now a vaccine mandate as well. So this is the trail. It's no longer even a slippery slope. We are falling down uh, a hill with grief. Um, and, and, and I'm afraid we're in free fall. And we appreciate your voice standing up trying to stop it. And we're going to be doing everything we can on the Senate to stop this. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll continue your calls at the bottom of this half hour. 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of the program. Uh, Kansas Senator, also a medical doctor, Roger Marshall. Uh, more with him on the other side. Then your calls straight ahead as we continue. In a sea of government lies, he's the beacon of truth. This is the Sean Hannity Show. As we continue, U.S. Senator from the great state of Kansas, also a medical doctor, uh, Senator Roger Marshall is with us. Now that we have, you know, these breakthrough cases and and we don't know what the future variants are going to bring, like Lambda and Mu or Mu, whatever people are calling it. And then the other variants that will be behind that. But now we have fully vaccinated people contracting COVID at this point. It shows that the vaccination lessens the odds that you'll go to a hospital or die. That's good news, I guess. But you even have Pfizer and Moderna both recognizing and saying publicly uh, that, in fact, their vaccine efficacy is weakening over time. With that said, I would my, my mind turns to therapeutics like monoclonal uh, antibodies like Regeneron. Uh, the first time Joe Biden mentioned it was last week. 
Your thoughts on that? You're a medical doctor. I'm not. Yeah, Sean, you know, I don't know why this emphasis has been that there's only one policy that works, and that's the getting the, the vaccine. And you've said publicly you don't want to play doctor. That's the decision between the patient and the doctor. We've encouraged people to get their vaccinations. But there are great therapeutics out there, and the monoclonal antibodies are one of them. We also understand that natural immunity is, is much better than the vaccine. So if you've had the virus before, it provides better protection than the vaccines. I do, especially going up against these variants. Uh, so, the, so that's a problem. And, and what else I'm really frustrated with the CDC is no one even began to mention we've had 18 months to improve our own immune systems. And by that, I mean simply, you know, diet, exercise. This particular virus just really hurts uh, type 2 diabetic folks. I, I did some work in an ICU in southwest Kansas back in March of 2020 as a volunteer. 11 of 13 patients in the ICU were in their 50s with type 2 diabetes. Uh, so we, we as Americans need to do a better job of taking care of ourselves. Uh, we've tried very hard to get those monoclonal antibodies out to the emergency room so they can be given sooner than later as well. Um, and again, until this, until this White House acknowledges that natural immunity works, we're just going to be in a stalemate with this mandate because half of the people that have not had the vaccine have natural immunity. And I just don't see any well, reason. Let's to talk about that because yeah. um, the, the, the creator, and I quoted him from the Epic Times the other day, that a medical doctor that created the mRNA you know, technology behind the Pfizer Moderna. Uh, vaccines, and again, you're the doctor, not me, uh, says that natural immunity and that uh, even results in a study in Israel show is far more effective than than even the technology that he himself founded. And now Pfizer and Moderna are saying, yeah, it, it the efficacy drops significantly over time, which means what booster shots in perpetuity for people that get the vaccine. Right, Sean. And, and here's what's so frustrating. So I am, am begging for my parents, 82 years of age, to get their booster shot. They need it. But young, healthy people do not. And the White House even messed this up. They can't, I've been fighting for three or four months to get, to get that booster shot available for those who want it to senior citizens and folks in a nursing home, the big risk groups. But this, the White House came out, what, three weeks ago trying to deflect attention away from Afghanistan to say everyone should get a booster shot. And now the CDC and the FDA are in a huge argument with the White House over this. And I think what you're going to see is the FDA say, look, senior citizens probably could benefit from the booster shot. But but we don't know that there's evidence out there for for younger Have folks you, say, under the age of 60 to get it. So what about Robert Malone? He came up with the technology for mRNA antibodies, Pfizer and Moderna. You know, they're now saying that the efficacy drops significantly over time. You're saying that T-cell antibodies last forever? Is that, am I understanding you correctly? <laughs> well, forever is a long time, but we, if you would go back to the Spanish flu of 1917, we were doing antibody tests, T-cell antibody tests on them when those folks were in their 90s, and they still had them. So forever is a long time, but there's a good chance you'll have this T-cell immunity, uh, these these mRNA vaccines are very specific just for the protein spike. And as the variant spike changes, these vaccines that we have now are not going to work as well as traditional vaccines. All right. Thank you. Appreciate it. Senator uh, Roger Marshall, 800-941-SEAN is our number if you want to be a part of the program. Look. 
jobs. Joe Biden can't spell it, and he can't keep them for the American people. Check out the Sean Hannity Jobs Forum today. Now, Hannity's on Coast to Coast. All right, 25 till the top of the hour. We'll get to your calls here in a second. Remember Hillary Clinton running in 2016? And not only did she, like, fall down at the at the site of the World Trade Center, um, but remember all the coughing fits and the weird twitches, and it was just it was bizarre. And it made me think, what the hell's going on here? Now, we already know Joe's a mess. Uh, so, But remember, this is what Hillary, her coughing fits. You might remember these. Our great senator, a decent, progressive human being, Hillary Rodman Clinton. Thank you all. Wow. Oh, I think we could go home right now. (coughs) Excuse me. (coughs) 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 Too much to say. (coughs) (coughs) Thank you, Cincinnati. I am really delighted to have this opportunity uh, to be here at the Jewish Federation of Greater Des Moines. (coughs) Uh, Excuse me, just one second here. (coughs) A lozenge. (coughs) I have one. Well, thank you all so much. so happy to be back here in Youngstown and <laughs> when I'm president with your help <laughs> yeah I could use some water water would be good now Joe Biden is having the same thing he had it today he had it in the last speech he gave it just it was a mess listen to him I'm not sure you know it but if you didn't know it you should because the decision you're about to make isn't this going to have that's going to have a huge impact on California. Meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile, we see something else in parts of America. It isn't about public health. <clears throat> Children are required to be vaccinated. <clears throat> but now in the midst of this pandemic, look, folks, <clears throat> we don't need politics in this battle against COVID. <clears throat> lead and I apologize. Gavin will be a governor who will help us finish the job. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to make this as simple as I can. I'm, I'm beginning to think, I wonder, I don't know, I'm just wondering, thinking out loud. Uh, maybe it's because when you lie, it's, it, it, it triggers something in your brain that causes coughing fits. I don't know. I mean, maybe it's just a coincidence. It, but it is, uh, it's getting bizarre with Joe, just like it got bizarre with Hillary. Anyway, uh, let's go to poor people. They're out there. They're struggling. Poor, remember Ray Arroyo the other night? He was filling in for Laura Ingram. He had no voice, so we needed a fill-in host in the middle of the show for a fill-in host, but filling in for the vacationing Laura Ingram. It was pretty funny. Uh, Casey, well, no, let's go to Clayton first in North Carolina. Clayton, how are you? Glad you called. Doing good, Sean. Thanks for taking my call. What's going uh, on? This whole Biden administration, it's like the world's biggest whack-a-mole game. This, the latest thing about Millie, the border crisis, the vaccine mandates from Biden and his patience is wearing thin. It's all like they keep throwing up little shiny things like, look over here. No, look here. Don't look there. Look here. And it's every time they're 
Every time you focus on something, it's always focusing on a failure. It's a failed administration. No, Joe, Joe Every- Biden wants to talk about anything and everything except leaving and abandoning Americans behind enemy lines and all the horrific news that I brought you earlier in the program, which is beheadings and death and the treatment of women uh, and missing people. You know, all the things that we predicted. They'll talk about COVID. They'll talk about vaccine mandates. Uh, they'll talk about the economy. They'll talk about the, the temperature instead of mentioning, even mentioning the fact that these Americans were abandoned. And Blinken looked like a complete and utter fool this week. Which the Americans is. that we abandoned over there, that I mean, that was that was uncalled for. It was unjust. It was just, it was a travesty. It was the worst. But then you got the open borders down there. Now we've got Afghans in here that's got measles. You know, it's like which which one is you know? Every time I turn around, it's just something about a failed a failed policy or a failed failure in something with this administration. It's frustrating. It's, it's like I'm I can't on name a single thing. I can't name a single thing where they're successful. Just sum it up that way. By the way, Joe couldn't even remember the name of the Australian Prime Minister, Scott Morrison. Not a hard name to remember. Thank you, Boris. And I want to thank uh, that fellow down under. Thank you very much, pal. Thank you, that, that fellow down under. The Prime Minister of Australia. How about Mr. Prime Minister uh, Morrison? Thank you for being with us. I don't know. Maybe I'm a little old-fashioned. Casey is in Ohio. Casey, how are you? Hey, how are you? Thank you, Sean, for having me on your show. And I just want to, from the bottom of my heart, thank you for being the voice of the salt-of-the-earth common people, to be honest with you. You know, I, 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 it's not going to be about me, but I am. I scraped my way, and I currently work for the federal government, so I need to be very careful. Um, but I can tell you, this is, this uh, situation that we're in right now, it 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 absolutely is hypocrisy. Um, I I was in the military. I was in um, law enforcement. Uh, so. I, Leaving people behind, leaving American, leaving allies behind, leaving people. It, it, I'm trying to figure out what the heck we're doing here. Um, there is a double standard when it comes to, you know, how they are treating um, General Milley. And if I would have done anything or if I were to do anything like that, you can guarantee I would be I would be out of the uh, out of a job. Um, they are currently making uh, it mandatory for people in the federal government to do the vaccine, um, to take the vaccine, um, and they're using the word progressive discipline if, in fact, we don't do this. Um, and, and it's just we're losing we're losing our country. Um, we, we are losing our country. And and I'm a success story in this country and for our country. And I don't I don't know where we're going to be in the next 10, 15 years. I can only tell you, I, I share, obviously, your concern. Um, there's nothing we can immediately do to fix it. The most important task, I believe, right now is to insist that your state legislatures put in measures that have election integrity measures there. I mean, put those measures in place and they adopt them as law um, and make sure that they're they're rock solid and bulletproof legally and i would say then the next thing is is everybody better pay attention 
to November of next year. Look, if Republicans take the House and or Senate, it's over for Biden. Nothing can get done. And we can stop it right in its tracks. So then the next step would be to keep the House and Senate and then get the presidency back. And then we can get this country on the road to recovery. It's it's a it's a three step process and it takes time. And I think that there is a way to recover from this. Um, Look, we've lived through world wars and depressions and civil wars. And I I believe in the greatness of this country. I am I'm very concerned, though, that a lot of Americans seem to be seduced by the false promises and the false hope of socialism. And, you know, all this new Green Deal madness spending and Joe Biden's fear mongering is we've got to do it now. And and AOC's fear mongering. And we only have 12 years left. Now, I guess we're down to 10. We only have 10 years left. I say, you know, the hell with it all. Let's just have a big party and and live out the last 10 years of our life and, and make a one big giant nationwide block party. But they're just lying. And the science is not what they're saying it is. And it's not certain as they say it is. And all these policies have nothing to do with the science behind global warming anyway. It's, it's, it's the guys under which they're ramming socialism, redistributionism, authoritarianism, uh, womb to the tomb, cradle to grave, socialism that always fails down our throat. And American people, some Americans are seduced by it all. The, you know, free college, free health care, free daycare, free government, everything. And they're seduced by it. Sad because it's never going to it's never going it, it, to. It's been tried many names, many forms, many manifestations. And the outcome is always the same. Unfulfilled promises, more poverty and a loss of freedom. It's a matter of what degree you lose your freedom. And Americans, the same people, why give? Why do they deserve our trust? They bankrupted Social Security and Medicare. There was no lockbox like they promised. Looked at the promises of Obamacare. They didn't fulfill those. They can't even maintain simple law and order and keep everyone safe and secure in their cities and towns. But we're going to empower them with even more? No, thank you. biggest stories of the day with solutions to help move America forward. This is the Sean Hannity Show. UOR. I'm telling everyone that listens to this program, and I want everyone to really hear and understand me. And Linda can weigh in here because I give this speech to everybody on my team often. You know, as a mom, I'm a little bit older. I've lived a little longer. I hopefully you've gained a little bit more wisdom. Linda, with what level of intensity do I remind everybody on my team that they have got to save money, live within their means, not accumulate debt, that they, they've got to save for a rainy day, not to depend on the federal government or anybody for anything ultimately in life. You've got to take care of yourself first and assume that their promises are lies. How often do I tell people? I would say it's a daily or every other day kind of thing. Yeah. And what do I say when I give out Christmas bonuses? Money, what? Equals freedom. Freedom. Freedom to make choices in your life. By the way, when I give this speech to my kids, Dad, are we going to hear that you wash dishes again? Do we have to hear that part? 
Or that you walked uphill both ways to school? That was that was okay, the one I, with my parents. Uh, it's, it's kind of barefoot and in the snow. You know what I know? My latest line to my kids is okay. <laughs> what is you it? You watch one day when I'm long dead and gone. You're going to be talking to your children, and you're going to all of a sudden stop and pause and realize, oh my gosh, I sound exactly like my father. I already sound like my mother. Already. (laughs) Already. I look at myself and I'm like, oh, my God. I I mean, literally, it's it's uncanny. But honestly, Sean, all kidding aside, you're a much better businessman than you are anything else. So I think most of us listen to you. Uh, A lot of people don't. And I wish people would. Um, and, And I really mean it because the American dream is alive and well, even under these these difficult circumstances. You know, there's ways, creative ways that people can fend for themselves and creative ways people can create goods and services that people want, needed, and desire. Um, and I see entrepreneurs succeeding in so many different ways, every field imaginable. You know, all, you know, my, I don't play golf. Well, I can't, you know, I'm just getting up, able, able to walk again. So I guess that's a good thing. But, um, my golf is just doing business deals. And and even advising on business deals. Linda, how many times do I give you advice on how to run businesses? A lot. I make a lot of good deals on the golf uh, course, I got to say. I make some of my best deals there. You know why? Because I'm not playing. You don't playing. go on the golf course. You don't play I, golf. I go on the golf course. I just don't you play. Do a, you know? We don't even know what a golf course is. How, okay. What do, you, what do, what you, do you, you call it? Okay. What's par? When you're even. When you're even. What? How do you get a par? You know, you play well. How do you get a par? What do you need to do to get a par? Swing. <laughs> a club. You see? You see? How do you define I know achieve- enough. I know enough to get along. achieving a par? I don't know, Sean. You know I don't know. I have no idea. Okay. What does a par five mean? Uh, I don't know. Even plus five? I have no idea. What does a par three mean? Are we done here? Can we get back to the original okay, conversation? What is, what, is a bo- what is a bogey? I don't know. What is a double bogey? A bad rock band. I don't know. What is a mulligan? <laughs> I don't know. That's a bad Irish drink. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. I know nothing about golf. Absolutely oh, nothing. Oh, man. Uh, but I will say there is, there's opportunity. And, you know, yeah, opportunity up, meets, golf. you know. I make a lot of deals on the golf course. I, I do. Or golf. First of all. The way First I say it all. is not important. That's not, that's not relevant. <laughs> it, it is to this audience because they're laughing their ass off. At the way you no, they cool. agree with me. doesn't no, matter how I pronounce it. They're listening yes, to they you. Do. I make a lot, they're hearing you say to them, you're basically like Joe Biden lying. You're saying I make oh, deals on... You take on, that back right now. No, I'm not going to take it back. That's a bridge too far. I make a lot of deals on a golf course. You have never been on a golf course. I have certainly been on a golf course in my okay, life. what, for a wedding? You went yes. there and you sang for a wedding. Did you ever and go for and business deals. Golf? And Did for business deals. Did you ever play I have golf? never played golf, no, in my life. Golf. Never. Golf. No, Actually, I played miniature golf for the first time with my son this summer. Me and him did it for the first time. Okay, what kind of driver does one use to putt? One that gets me to the golf course very quickly. I don't know. <laughs> you don't use a driver to putt. Thank it God it's time question. for your read. Make this end. Oh, my gosh. 800 941 Sean is our number. You want to be a part of the program. <laughs> 